Just a few notes about Alice and her life. Alice Louise was born December 23, 1928, to Ed and Elma in Winnebago, Minnesota. Alice was raised on a farm and attended school in a one-room schoolhouse through eighth grade prior to attending Fairmont High School. While at the one-room schoolhouse, she pretended befriended her teacher, who she remained in contact with over the years. Alice's most memorable jobs were working with newborn babies as a nursing assistant at the jewelry store in Fairmont and the Christian bookstore here in Hopkins. Alice met William Bill Schultz over a chance encounter at the produce department at the Red Owl grocery store. I have heard a lot of stories about people meeting at Red Owl. Their paths crossed a few more times, and the rest, as they say, is history. Alice and Bill wed in a small ceremony at the Congregational Church in Fairmont on January 29, 1950. They went on to have three children, Jeff, Tim, and Pam, and they settled here in Hopkins. Hopkins truly became home as they built many lasting relationships and friendships. Alice's family grew by a son-in-law, David, daughter-in-law, Malia, Four grandchildren, Sam, Alicia, husband Dan, Tim, and Sean, and three great-grandsons, Jack, Roman, and Liam, and with a great-granddaughter, Charlie, on the way. Alice was known for her kind and loving heart, beautiful smile, love of puzzles, word searches, and the Timberwolves, making the best chocolate chip cookies, playing a mean game of cards, and truly was the heart of her family. Alice died peacefully on September 14, 2018. She is now reunited with her parents, brother Roger, son Tim, husband Bill, and all who have gone before her. She was indeed steadfast with her faith, and we know she is resting peacefully in the arms of the Lord. God bless the memory of Alice. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and that you might surround us with your loving spirit that so surrounded Alice. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Here at Shepherd, we are so grateful for Alice. As a family of faith, I don't think we could say thank you enough for her faithful friendship her incredible, genuine smile, her years of compassion, and her just being lovely, Alice. We all say, from all of her family of faith here at Shepherd of the Hills, thanks be to God for Alice. It's often the case, uh, I find, that those who have known and experienced grief, pain, and loss are people who know what it means to love deeply and freely Maybe because of who Alice was and maybe because she knew the loss of her son, she knew that each day was an important day. A day to offer a smile, a day to offer a hug. She never got out of the sanctuary without giving me a hug, a smile, or every day was a good day to send a card and a note of thanks and gratitude. I don't know how many years exactly Alice did it. In my mind, it was all of the time that I was here, but I could be wrong. But she was the Wednesday morning Bible study sender and keeper of all the cards. Cards she sent for birthdays, cards she sent for new babies, cards when people were sick, 
Cards when people were lonely, Alice sent loads and loads of cards, love letters of kindness sent to those who were often in exile from here, exiled to places they didn't want to be, hospitals or rehab centers or care facilities, which meant that they couldn't be here physically with us. And as I thought about that, I wondered how many lives Alice touched by sending out simple cards of love and care. I wonder how many smiles she put on how many faces. I wondered how many people who felt alone suddenly at the acceptance of a card felt loved and known, and hopefully because Alice took a few moments to remember them, remembered that they weren't actually alone. I have to believe it was thousands of people thousands of faces and lives that Alice made better with just a simple gesture. I, I don't know if Alice knew this. It's serendipity, if she didn't, that one of her favorite passages that she wanted to have read this morning was likely sent as a letter, a card, a greeting card from the prophet Jeremiah to people who were sad, lonely, captive, heartsick, and in exile. To a captive people, the prophet Jeremiah speaks on God's behalf in a love letter, saying, I know the plans I have for you, a plan for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future and a home with hope and love. Like all of the cards that Alice sent, it is a reminder that God's love is present even in the darkest places. Even when it doesn't look like God is present, the promise is that God is there and will restore hope. Cards and letters sent are a small gesture with an important impact. Someone remembered you. Someone thought about you. Someone loved you. Someone loves you. So in that spirit, we had printed up some small, tiny postcards that you all should have gotten on your way in. If you didn't, there are more. And we thought, in Alice's memory, it would be fabulous for you to send a little letter, a postcard, a note of gratitude and thanks to someone who in your life might need it. And I have a feeling this would gladden Alice's heart. So if you need more than one, there are available. It's a little devotion, a little dedication, a little note of love and care on Alice's behalf. It doesn't have to be eloquent or long, just a little note to bring light into someone's darkness. I am certain that Alice would be glad that you did. And at the same time, while we celebrate the loving spirit of Alice, and she certainly had a loving spirit, we also know the truth about her and ourselves. None of us are perfect. We have flaws and failures. We have tempers and we've made mistakes. Sometimes we run away from each other and sometimes we even try to run away from God. But there is no place to which God does not know the address to which we have gone. I think Alice knew this too. Alice was baptized. A moment where God puts God's seal of approval and a stamp on your forehead that cannot be washed off and never goes away so that God always knows exactly where you are. God knows our lives forever and we just simply cannot be lost. God loves us and calls us by name no matter what and knows where we live. Alice was a beautiful, beloved child of God, and so are all of us.
So one last little note. Uh, just a few weeks ago when I went to go visit Alice, Alice, I know, was giving her things away lately, and Alice gave me this and said, take this with you just in case. And I said, just in case for what, Alice? I don't know. So here it is, just in case. But what I learned is that Alice, Alice loved wolves. And I asked Alice one time, why? And she said, I don't know. I just do. Well, I thought that was sort of interesting. And then I actually learned this earlier this week that, uh, and I don't know if anybody else knows this, but at one time, timber wolves or gray wolves, as they're often called, at one time in history, had the distinction of being the animal species with the largest range in all of North America. I had no idea. They were one of the most prolific and uh, amazing animals that could live just about anywhere in the continental side of America. And it reminded me of Alice's connection with her childhood school teacher. Alice's range of friendship was wide and awfully deep. It was a wide-ranging friendship. And so maybe somehow she instinctively knew that wolves were social creatures with an enormous range of love. So today, I imagine she is experiencing the expanse of God's endless love in all of its bounty. Not just a love letter sent by God, but God's very presence. Welcome home, Alice, to the love of God. Amen.